0: In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, it is titled, The Untold Story of Zaire Smith. If you remember, Zaire Smith was the 16th pick in the 2018 NBA Draft and has a crazy story where he's just dealt with so much adversity from injuries to being in the hospital for a month and a half and losing 60 pounds. So in this episode, he's gonna tell his story and we're going to talk about his comeback as he is signed a contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So stay tuned to hear the untold story of former first round pick, Zaire Smith. Big shout out to each and every person that has made the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board and the founder of NBA Draft Junkies. We are getting closer and closer to the start of basketball season. Training camps have already opened in Dallas and Minnesota. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dallas and Minnesota. And then training camps are going to start opening up this week. The first preseason game is just about four or five days away, so we are finally back to basketball season. But before we get into this episode of, with Zaire Smith, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. You got to check out the GameTime app. I went to the Dallas Wings and Las Vegas Aces game on Friday night. Went to pay for two tickets, and I had a hundred dollar credit on the Game Time app. So it's real. I'm not just saying it. I was shocked. I was expecting to pay like two hundred and fifty bucks, and I was only I only had to pay hundred and fifty dollars. So check out the Game Time app. All right, let's get into this episode with Zaire Smith. We touched on quite a few different subjects. The episode I'm going to break up into two different parts but Zaire has a a crazy story that I thought I knew about. Come to find out, I did not know half of what he went through, and I'm rooting for Zaire, so check out part one of the untold story of former first-round pick Zaire Smith. All right, I am here with Zaire Smith, and Zaire has one of the more unique stories over the past few years. He was a first-round pick, but I don't think you've had a chance to really tell your story I and mean, we've heard bits and pieces here. So this is a, an opportunity for you to to share your story. So let's, let's go back to high school. You mm-hmm. were a, I think barely a three-star recruit. You weren't highly touted. I actually went to one of your last high school games. You played Richardson high. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I remember um, you, you, You just made some athletic plays. And so that was my first time really like seeing like, okay, this guy is a division one player. Um, But then I know like you played for R and five, shout out to Mo Williams. I used to work with Mo the season before that. You weren't like the star of the team. You go to Texas tech and then you have this breakout freshman year. And then after your breakout freshman year, which caught a lot of people by surprise, your, your name is buzzing up draft boards and you end up being a first round pick. And then after that, it just seems like stuff happened back mm. to back to back. All right, so with the first, like, setback, you're, you had a foot injury, right, if I'm not mistaken?
1: Yep. yep. Fifth uh, and in my foot was the uh, first setback.
0: And so when was that at? When was the foot injury? Like, when did that occur?
1: I believe that was uh, probably August or early September at Gersh Camp.
0: Oh, so, so I- you were... You were, I mean, just like the, the pre preseason camp where they send, like, their team send their young guys to go play, and that's where it happened at?
1: Yep, right at the summer league.
0: And you had mentioned to me off record that you've only had two? You feel like you've only had two seasons where you came into the season healthy?
1: Yep, that was my first summer league as a rookie. Then the following year, my second summer league. That's probably when I was most healthy and ready to go.
0: All right, so let's let's talk about your rookie year, and we'll we'll get back to like the high school stuff. So going into your rookie year, um, you were traded for Mikael Bridges, which Mm -hmm. you know he's a a Philly kid, and so I know that was probably not the most popular decision amongst uh, Sixers fans. And I mean, I remember watching the draft. Did you feel extra pressure in in just from that whole experience because his mom worked for the team? Did you feel some pressure in that? And then on top of the foot injury. Was that like additional pressure for you?
1: Uh, not really, because I wasn't even worried about that. I was just worried about getting on the court because, you know, I had just so much injury back to back. So that was just the last thing on my mind.
0: OK. And then let's, let's talk about this infection that you had. It's like or this allergic reaction. Yeah. I haven't heard the whole story. Like, give me the the play by play of what exactly happened and how much it impacted you and, and even your career in a sense.
1: Yeah, so um, I had a alleged reaction during training camp my rookie year. Uh, they had some Thai chicken and usually that's with uh, peanut butter or they have some t- sort of nuts in there, so I ate that. My lips started swelling immediately, so I went back to my house over there in Cherry Hill at the time, and then I was okay for a little bit, and then I started catching hives. Then once that happened, I took some Benadryl, uh tried to use my EpiPen, but my EpiPen was expired. And then probably about five to 10 minutes later, uh, my throat started closing up on me. And once that happened, I just uh, called 911. And then I went to the hospital. And I was in the hospital for about a month and a half.
0: A month I and lost, a half?
1: Lost about 60 pounds. Like, my whole body deteriorated. Tubed up, uh, stuff all over my body, stomach, feet and tube. I was just, yeah, out of that skin and bone.
0: Wow! Like yeah. what, what? What did you, what did you get down to as far as weight?
1: Probably, I want to say I lost sixty. Probably one sixty. Wow! I think I got down to one sixty. Probably pushing one fifty five. I saw one time.
0: Man, so like, um, I, I didn't. I mean, I heard about it. I heard it was pretty serious, but I didn't know it was a month and a half. Did you know that you were allergic to um to sesame seed or, or peanuts?
1: Yeah, I knew I was allergic to peanut. Uh, I just didn't know it was in the chicken. Uh, the only time, the last reaction I had prior to that was probably when I was like 11 years old. 11 years old. ate some brownies that go to corral, had nuts in it, and just got my EpiPen and I was good the next day. So I thought that's how it was going to be this time.
0: A month months, and a half. Month,
1: man, a month and a half just in the hospital bed, going through testings. I was mad, just depressed, like out of there, and on uh, hard drugs, like uh what is it called morphine so sometimes I would just sleep the whole time throughout the day
0: and tell me about like just the your mental state I know you mentioned that you were depressed which is I mean it's, it's very natural especially if you know you just reached like your dream and to have this yep. happen to you so what were like going through your mind at this time and then how did you you just fight through it in a sense yeah
1: so during the time like I was, I was out of there so i really you know was halfway on drugs so i didn't know what was going on but when i was up like i was just like man i'm trying to get up out of here so every day i'm like i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm leaving i was ready to go i even know my body looked that bad until i got home when they uh discharged me i think october 24th i saw my body in the mirror i was like oh my gosh like i thought i looked the same so i'm thinking i'm about to look at myself but it was different i was like wow i shocked myself i was like oh my gosh so i immediately was in a rush to do some workouts
0: how long did it take just to get your your body back i mean just kind of like acclimated to like moving and and all of that
1: yeah i i said it took a while so probably around uh probably january
0: and even then that seems pretty fast considering that i mean what you were going through how long did it take to put like the weight back on was was it like really a, a slow process
1: uh it was uh but also i could probably sped up cause i was drinking like eight milkshakes a day so but because I, I played that following uh i played that year
0: it was so late played, in the year though right
1: yep uh after all-star break so i played in february i had my first game all
0: right i have more with zaire in a minute but i want to talk to you about game time because you should not have to worry about buying tickets to your next event Game time is fast and easy. It is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater theater events near you. They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and they have a best price guarantee. And game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I've used game time a few times. Once I was in New York for a Yankees game. I used game time to go to the Errol spence Bud Crawford fight. What I like about game time is... When they have the all-in prices, you can like flip the little, the bar and you're not surprised because there are plenty of times where I use other apps for tickets and the tickets are one cost. And then by the time you go to checkout, you find out that the fees are like an extra 50 to 75 to a hundred dollars. Well, Game Time gives you the all-in prices so you know exactly how much you're going to spend, but they have the last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets from every type of event in your area and they actually show you views of the seats from the venue and their low price guarantee event cancellation protection they even have job loss protection so you can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive there are times where i've bought seats to a game and my view is absolutely terrible, especially when you go to some venues in like different countries. But with Game Time, you can actually see the view of the seat and the all-in prices show your total upfront so you know what you're getting a real deal and you don't have the hidden fees. You can buy the tickets in seconds in just a couple of taps. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, it is the last place where you can find last minute seats. And you can find their exclusive deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, theater, and more. So go to Game Time. Download the GameTime app, I should say. Create an account. Use the code LOCKEDONNBA and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Now, terms apply. Again, you have to create an account and use the redeem code NBA. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for twenty dollars off your first your first purchase, download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And when I say lowest price guaranteed, they have a Game Time guarantee, which you'll get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you one hundred and ten percent of the difference. So again, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NBA. And Twenty dollars off your first purchase. And did Energy you feel? Lady. Did you feel like you, like anything close to yourself, or was Not it just that, like oh. you were just getting back out there?
1: Just getting back out there. I was. I was. I was out of there. I was like, man, I'm. 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 I'm considered retiring because I played so bad. Like my first shot hit the top of the backboard. My first three. I was like, man, I'm done. Like. I think I ended up with maybe four points or maybe even two points, but I just didn't feel like myself. And I had people encourage me to say, bro, this is your first game back. We expect to play bad. Then the following game I played pretty good.
0: And how long were you – I'm sorry, control. How long were you – did you, like, work out or or was – because you didn't have, like, you know, a mini camp. And any Mm -hmm. basketball player, if you – don't touch a ball all summer you're going to be rusty most definitely so for you it's like not only you you didn't touch a ball you lost 60 pounds you were in the hospital so i know like your timing and everything was off so how long did you rehab and prepare before you played your first game
1: really uh since i got discharged so october all the way through february but during that times i was uh going to the gym late night so since i was skinny that changed my shot so i was shooting like far back from my right side so that's probably why uh, when I did my first shot in the G League, that's probably why I hit the top of the backboard. But I just had to really change everything because I was skinny. Then once I gained my weight back, I gained my strength back. So it's like I just had to do a re- whole reconstruction on my shot and game. And I just felt the same when I hit that summer. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to you know, use this time to grind. I hit it hard. Two a days, 4 a.m. in the mornings. And late nights, just grinding.
0: And then you had said, or you mentioned that well, you thought about retiring after your first shot. Was that something that like constantly went through your mind? It was like, you know, when you're on your road back, like, is it worth it? Because I can imagine, you know, you you probably can look at your bank account, and say, I got some money in here, I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 good. But then it's the love of the game that that brings you back. But how often did you think that that it was over for you?
1: probably just that one time at the shop more than likely because I was embarrassed, but I love the game too much to retire. So when, uh, all the injuries I faced, it was just, I would just decide, uh, hungry to get back to it. Cause I love the game. Yeah. It just and, and it's me to get back on the floor.
0: And I, and you're probably still in in a mode of trying to prove yourself because you've had, you've had other setbacks, And Mm -hmm. how was how did the team handle your situation? I mean, I know they were probably stunned that that it was that serious. So how how were they supportive in that case?
1: It was very supportive. uh, A lot of staff was coming in and out. uh, Got a couple text messages, about one or two players from the team, and uh, yeah, they helped a lot. The staff did for sure.
0: But at that point, you probably didn't really know your teammates because you weren't ever around them, correct?
1: No, I didn't. Not at all. So you were.
0: So you were I mean, you were really like kind of like on an island by yourself in a sense with, with family. And did were you did you spend the whole time out in the in the Philly metro area or did you come back to Texas? Uh, the
1: whole time in Philly.
0: OK. And then who was out there with you? Oh, uh, My mom. And then as far as like training, did you use like the training staff or did you have like um like like somebody that you've been working with before come out there with you?
1: I use both. So uh I used the training staff and then I had my trainer out there uh when I was uh going through the diagnose, he was just rebounding for me.
0: Did you not play the 2021 season? Is that correct?
1: Twenty twenty-one. No, I don't no I didn't play that season.
0: And what was going on that season?
1: Uh they said it was a bone bruise in my knee. So during my during that twenty nineteen, twenty twenty season since the beginning, uh I was uh my knees was hurting. Mm-hmm. So um during that time, like every game, I was like, okay, this is my last game. But I guess my adrenaline kicked in. And I played through it. But I was hurt the whole time. Then when the coronavirus hit, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use a couple of days to rest. And then it felt like it just got worse. And then I got treated. And Philly was talking about it was a, a bone bruise. So I've been dealing with that all the way up till now.
0: And you know what? If I didn't work with a player that had a bone bruise, I would not know how serious that is. So I was training a guy, an NBA player, and um, this was right before the season. So after COVID year, um, people thought the season wasn't going to start up until January. So this guy that I was working with, um, he was trying to rush back. He was in decent shape, but he was trying to ramp up and get into training camp shape because the season turned around really fast. And so I was out in L.A. with him and then... um, he had did some box jumps or something like that and then he he called me and was like hey i ain't gonna be able to go tomorrow my knees kind of hurting a little bit but mm-hmm. we'll go the next day and then the next day he's like man my knees kind of bothering me a little bit and he, he just kept saying that he didn't think it was too serious he just thought it was bothering him and then coming to find out it was a bone bruise and that took a long time to heal i don't I think he almost, I think he missed that season. It got picked up maybe like right yeah. before the playoffs. But the problem was, he's like, once the bone bruise healed, he couldn't get other muscles to fire. Like, I think he was saying, you know, like, glutes weren't firing, then you know. his calf wasn't firing. So is that you what you meant?
1: Yeah, you gotta work all that. Like And after that, uh, I went to other doctors and specialists, and they were just saying maybe need to strengthen my quads. But at the end of the day, 2022, last year, I just needed a little minor surgery. So, a little clean up and boom, I was good. So, after that uh, surgery, I was good to go. But they just kept saying strengthen your quads. And when they was saying strengthen quads, you know, it's like your body's a train, so everything connects. So, of course, I had to do my glutes, ankles, calves. I'm like, golly. And I was working hard, too. Phone rolling about two hours a day. I was was
0: getting it. Did you have that little, it's like this little pillow that you got to step on or something like that?
1: (laughs) Everything in the book I was doing, I was like, golly, I'm Grinding,
0: tired, yeah, and,
1: and it, it's I, like a roller coaster. One yep. day I feel good, and the next day I can't even walk.
0: Yep, and it's crazy because, like I said, if I didn't like experience with this player, I would have not known. Because you know, on the outside, you just hear a bone bruise. Oh man, you know, yeah. it's kind of like a bruise on your elbow. You think right. you think it heals, but I just saw like the roller coaster with him to where he's like, "I'm ready, I'm ready," and he was ready to have his agent call teams, and then he'd have a bad workout where he couldn't move. It was a setback. Then it may be a week later. Then all of a sudden he's like, man, my calf isn't working. And then it was his quad. Then it was his glutes. And it was just this long process to where he always thought, I'm a week away. I'm a week away. I'm a week away. And then um, it just ended up being like. I want to say it was like six months and so I live in Dallas and he lives out in LA and then me and another trainer were rotating we were going back and forth i would be there one week and so it was like he wasn't making money because he was a free agent that year Mm -hmm. and he was spending money to like fly me out there fly the other trainer and then go to the doctors and I mean he was working I mean he was just spending a lot of money then you know just kind of seeing if he's like all right, I feel good. Then the next day it could be like, Man, I don't know if I'm gonna play this year, and, and yeah. so on. So,
1: I was like, Okay, I'm playing some of this year, okay, I'm gonna play some of you this year type stuff. And you know, just going to Atlanta, P3, adapt, just going to these high major places. And he, went to,
0: he went to Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> he, oh my he, he went to Atlanta a couple of times. And was the knee injury, do you think it was related to to um, the allergy as far as like maybe when you were putting on weight, did your like, did your bones have to like readjust? You think that was part of it? I,
1: I probably do believe so. Yeah. because Like I said, prior to that, I have really no injuries in my body. Like I can just go out and go. So I think the allergy probably did do that. Put pressure on my knees and, you know, like I said everything deteriorated, so it had to like Probably, I don't know what, but
0: probably the allergy. And where are you at now? Do you feel like you are, like, at your healthiest that you've been in, in years?
1: Yes, most definitely. I feel like I'm 100% and probably most healthiest I've been in years. I feel good.
0: I don't know if you know, but I, I saw you a couple times working out with Tim Martin this summer. So I was in the gym and there was a couple yeah. times where um, I, I think I was leaving and you were coming in. So I, I did get a chance to, to see you. See you work out, and so you you sign with Cleveland. So you're, you're yep. in Cleveland right now, yes, and sir. going into camp, like, what are your goals for just for this season?
1: My goals really just you know, of course, you know, just get back on the court and just do me. So hopefully, uh, get a two way, and then after that two way, hopefully by the end of the season, probably just sign to a standard contract. Yep. So but I
0: feel probably, like, yeah, I feel like you are. You, you got drafted in what, what year was that, 18? 2018. 2018. Nope. You're 24, but at the same time, you're relatively inexperienced because you just haven't had a lot of the, the game reps because of, um you know, just injuries and, and so on. And so what do you think is going to be like the role that you're going to have to play to get the two-way then get the standard contract?
1: I'm probably just, you know, the 3 and D, you know, knowing the offense. Uh, I've been watching a lot of film when I was out. So, you know, I'm kind of familiar with the game. Played a couple NBA games so I know how the environment is. So really just playing hard, just doing a little work, knowing my role, and just do what I do best prior to getting drafted, being athletic, playing defense, and making open shots, and understanding the concepts. Well,
0: that wraps up this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast. Be sure to tune in for part two. And in part two, we're going to talk about Zaire's freshman season at Texas Tech, the season that basically changed his life. We're going to talk about his NBA pre-draft process and also what to look forward to seeing in the future. Once again, it's Raphael Barlow with my guest, Zaire Smith. This was the untold episode of the, the untold story of Zaire Smith, part one, part two on the way. And I am out.